Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Wavy. Uh, if this is your first time listening, welcome. So this week is going to be a bit of a different format. It's actually just going to be me for the first half. Um, on Instagram, I did a little Q&A thing, so I got a bunch of questions to answer. And then for the second half of the episode, I'm actually bringing on my friend Catherine, and she is a holistic nutritionist. So she's just going to offer up some advice for this crazy pandemic and how to keep us all chilled out. Um, with that said, I'm just going to jump right into it. So first question, what space would you work in other than media slash blogging music? Uh, I'd probably do something completely not media. I would probably do like horticulture or be a florist. I really like flowers and nature. Before I lived in a basement, I actually would have a lot of like, like when I used to live back home in the summertime, I'd always grow different flowers and plants. Um, my last summer there, I was really into herbs. So um, yeah, I just really like that. It really just kind of keeps me, keeps my peace of mind. So in all honesty, like one day, one day when I leave this space, maybe when I'm 30 years old, maybe when I'm 55 years old. I will probably get into that if my health allows me. Okay, second question. When did you first get inspired to start the soundtrack? Um, in all honesty, I probably I think I always kind of wanted to start my own music blog. I can't really remember a day when I was just like, "Oh, yes, I'm going to do it." Um, I I started writing for music publications in the beginning. No, sorry, at the end of high school. And uh, that's kind of how I got into it. And I think I kind of ho- always had it in the back of my mind. Like, it would be really cool to just have my own space for this. But I kind of didn't know where and when to start. Um, I don't know, the idea of just, like, building my own website and managing a team of people was just very overwhelming to me, I guess, at a younger age. But uh, the more, the the older I got, the more gigs I got in media and experience writing. I kind of accumulated all those skills, and that's kind of how I'm able to do it all. Okay, so looking for some uplifting music, what do you recommend? In all honesty, I think this is, like, different for everyone. Um, think about music that makes you feel good and stick to that, you know? But if I'm going to offer some personal recommendations i would say hmm, i really like the album fuzzy brain by dayglow from start to finish it's pretty nice uh rex orange county is pretty fun um tops inner wave if you like some groovy vibes uh anything tame impala really i'd say more recently i guess the last to or more relatively the last two albums that came out are I'd say a bit more uplifting than the previous ones um temples is good goth babe yeah but um there's a lot of a lot of stuff out there I, I recommend going on Spotify and just checking out some playlists either made by Spotify or made by different users you can even just type in like happy tunes or happy rock tunes happy indie tunes whatever there's kind of something for everyone and that's what I love about Spotify personally okay 
What role does music play in stress relief in your life? Ooh, well, in all honesty, I'd say quite a few. Sometimes it plays the role of just getting my mind off of whatever's bothering me. Other times it can help me work through situations depending on the context of the songs or the lyricism or even just, I don't know, sometimes like if I'm going through something, I can just like put that on and have it on in the background and um, it kind of acts as like a nice complement to figuring out my thoughts. So it kind of plays those three roles, I'd say. Um, Yeah, and certain lyrics can just have just really inspired me um, or hearing personal stories through music from artists uh, can be really uplifting and inspiring and stress relieving and such. Okay, so when did you realize music was going to be a big part of your life? Uh, Probably... I don't know, probably like elementary school, to be honest, because music has always been a big part of my life. Like I used to dance and I did um, like lyrical and contemporary and those for I feel like for those two, you have to be really connected emotionally with your music, because a lot of the time you are telling a story that the music is telling. And um, that's kind of how I built my emotional connection with music, because I had to get so into telling this story and feeling it on such a deep level and I think that's when I realized how much of a role music can play in my life in terms of like a you know creative and emotional sense but I really started exploring music a bit more probably in the beginning of high school I would just like go on YouTube um I don't know. I just like basically I'd kind of get into this never ending trail of like recommended for you. So I think one of the first artists, indie artists I found, which is one of my favorites now, would be Beach House. And then I kind of just like clicked on from there. And then I found a bunch of new good music. Okay, any fun projects coming up? Well, we did have the soundtrack live, but. Sadly, that has been postponed because of the virus. So I'm working on rescheduling that uh, right now, looking for maybe July, maybe September. It's really hard to say because the industry is actually very competitive right now, I would say, because not only are things getting canceled and they ban events with over 50 people. So essentially all concerts have been canceled. So all of those people or all artists who kind of got canceled are looking to reschedule right now. So that makes it really competitive. And on top of that, you have to think about artists who maybe didn't have a tour planned, but are looking to release music in August or September and are looking to tour to promote that music. So it's kind of just this big cluster of all hundreds of artists looking to reschedule and then artists looking to tour normally. So it's, I honestly don't know right now, but I'm working on it. And it, it's, it honestly sucked because, you know, not only myself, but everyone in the bands who were involved, we all put in so much time and effort and stress uh, to organize this thing. And it just kind of didn't happen last minute. And it it sucked. But, you know, it is what it is. Everything happens for a reason. And I think, you know, honestly, all it means is that 
this next event is going to be bigger and better and I'm so excited and um I'm the lineup is going to stay the same it's going to be the same but I'm just saying there's a lot of time for the blog and the platform to grow and for the bands to grow in this time that we have and that's the best way you can look at it um but other fun in terms of like a new fun project with all the virus again with all the virus stuff going on we are going to be hosting some instagram lives with a variety of different bands so actually starting today we had well we have someone playing at 10 a.m so maybe you've watched it maybe you haven't yet um we have an artist playing at 10 a.m and then 7 p.m and then we have an artist for every day of this week which is great um so if you go on the blog there's actually going to be a little article that will show you a schedule of all the artists playing with live music and i'm just looking to sort of continue this over the next little while um because you know we just need live music we thrive off of it and i really want to support artists during this time so why did you start the soundtrack so um you know as i mentioned earlier i wanted to just have uh or i was you know i love music i love writing and I always kind of wanted to have my own little platform. But I guess what really got me into it was like um, for a while I was doing a lot of lifestyle blogging, which was really cool and great. And um, I kind of got into it not realizing what it was. And um, then I got into this whole like influencer world, which was like so fun. And I didn't see that coming at all. Just like going to events all the time and being able to work with brands and all that. Um but I think because I just didn't even know really what it was at the time, uh, it, it became very overwhelming and I kind of got burned out by it. And then um, I decided to like leave my gig that I, where I was doing that. And then I just kind of took a breather. Uh, and then I was just writing about music. But then I realized that I actually kind of did like that other component of my life. So be, because it's, it is really cool to work with brands and do lifestyle pieces. I. I love that. It's fun. It's just you have to have a balance. And I think that's with everything in life, you know, it, it, too much of anything is not good for you. So that's kind of how the soundtrack came to be because it's a nice balance of the two. I get to write about whatever music I want. I get to write about whatever lifestyle pieces I want. And, you know, maybe one week I'm feeling more into the music. So I'm going to hone in on that. And then maybe another week I'm feeling more into lifestyle. So it's really nice because I feel as though I can bounce between the two. And in all honesty, I've, I've, I think I've felt out, I've, I've felt burned out by both before. So um, I just saw it as a nice opportunity to blend the two. And uh, yeah, I honestly couldn't be happier doing this. And it's been amazing to watch it grow. And I thank you all for supporting me on this journey. Um, name a performer who passed away. Oh, also, um, back to the whole fun projects thing. Uh, recently, I'm feeling inspired by more lifestyle pieces. I'm trying to work on putting some more of those together just because there's so much in the media about this virus. And I, as important as it is to be aware of what's going on, it's overwhelming. And um, I love social media, don't get me wrong, but lately I just find it less and less enjoyable because it's like I just can't 
ever get away from it and it's hard to find any news articles not about coronavirus so it's challenging because it's like I can't really go anywhere um but I'm kind of up for this challenge of finding new angles to take and new pieces to write about so I'm just trying to get creative and plan some more lifestyle stuff um and I would eventually like to take it to YouTube we'll see we'll see what happens um, anyway, name a performer who passed away that you would have wanted to see live and why. It actually would be hers, who I actually have seen before, but uh, like weeks later, they actually ended up passing away. So it was an indie duo project, and this was their first show in Toronto, and it was at the indie, or sorry, it was at the Drake Underground and I really like their music. It's found found it on Spotify, actually, and that's another reason why Spotify is so great. And uh, they were fantastic, but just like I'd say, a bit stage shy or awkward. And um, but they were really talented. And I remember leaving the show, being like, I can't wait to see what they do next because they have so much potential and they're so talented. I think they just need to find their stage presence a bit. But then, sadly, like weeks later, they were dead. Because they got, I guess they got into like a car accident while they were going to their next gig. Um, yeah, so long live hers. They have uh, some music on Spotify. I highly recommend. Very great. Um, yeah, I guess it would be them. And there's probably a lot. Of, there's a lot of other ones I could say, but that's one I find thinking about more recently. Um, then thoughts on Spotify streaming artist compensation. Um, I think Spotify is probably the best platform to listen to your music on. I'm not a fan of Apple Music. I think there's a bit of less variety. I like a lot of indie music, and um, I find just not as much of it is on Apple Music. And I just, I don't know, I just like the, I, lo- I love Spotify. I love their branding. Um, their platform's really easy to use. I like how there's sort of like a community around it. I honestly wish it was like a bit more of a popular social media channel. Um... I'm a big fan of creeping what people are listening to. Just it's another way to just find new music and connect with people. Um, but in terms of compensation, I don't know a whole lot about it. But I will say I think it's I think it's good that we have these streaming services because at least the artists are getting something as opposed to nothing. Like I think back to the day when we would all kind of use like LimeWire or mp3 rocket and whatnot and we're all just downloading these for free and they're getting absolutely nothing out of it and that was like that was my go-to um prior back in the day i mean i use itunes but um let's be real a 10 year old cannot afford afford 99 cents a song um you know i'd ask my mom to like buy me gift cards thanks mom for buying me itunes gift cards but you know i had no no income so i was like mp3 rocket it is um, or a CD player. So I, I just think it's good that we have these platforms. With that said, uh, I'm not too sure about how much money Spotify is making as opposed to the artists. I've heard complaints that the artists are not getting enough. Um, so I don't know, maybe maybe we just need to work on finding some sort of fine line. But yeah, other than that, I love it. It's a great platform. And that is that for my mini Q&A. I look forward to doing another one soon. But now we are going to move into our next segment.
So now I have my friend Catherine here with me. She is a holistic nutritionist. And just with everything with the virus going on, I thought now would be a good time to bring her on because she can give some tips on, you know, how to chill out and keep calm during this very high tense, nervous time. Catherine, how are you today? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for being here. We've been talking about this for a little bit. So it's nice that this is happening. Yeah, absolutely. This is what everyone is talking about right now. So we might as well continue that conversation, but hopefully on a more positive note. Yeah. And like, I feel you with like the fact that everyone's talking about it. And in a sense, it's made me like not want to talk about it. Um, But at the same time, you like can't be ignorant. So I think it's important to just talk about it in a positive and uplifting light, but also in like a realistic sense as well. Yeah, there's so much uncertainty right now that none of us really know what's going on. So a lot of people are trying to like feel really good about it and and be hopeful. But I think it's also important to note that you don't have to be, you don't have to put this proverbial bandage of okayness on it. You're allowed to feel something and allowed to work through what it means to you because none of us really know what's going on and that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just working through kind of being content and peaceful-ish with it. Um, But before before we continue this conversation, do you mind just giving the audience a bit of a background of um, who you are? Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm a holistic nutritionist, like Gemma said. I have been doing that for almost 10 years now, and I work for myself. So most of the work I do is online, which is really great during this time. I'm also a musician, and I was a full-time blogger for years. So, you know, I've done a lot of different things, but I'm really passionate about, in everything I've done, about mental health. It's a really, really, like a big subject for me when it comes to every facet of anything I've ever done. Yeah, that's great. And uh, yeah, me and Catherine met through blogging. Um, I met her at a Juno Awards event. And then I was like, who are you? And she was like, I'm a lifestyle blogger. And I was like, that sounds fun. And then I got into it. (laughs) And I got into this crazy world. And it was great. And I learned probably a lot more about that than I ever did. Well, about public relations and media than I ever did in school. Um, Anyway, yeah, so... (laughs) here we are now kind of both doing our own things, but still in the media, evidently. Yeah, Um, it's awesome. Yeah. Anywho, so uh, curious on your thoughts of everything going on right now. Hmm, It's a a tough one. Obviously, being in the health industry, I get a lot of people reaching out to asking me questions, trying to navigate what's going on. Some of the people that I work with, same thing. They don't know what to feel. They don't know what to do. They say, Hey, is there something I can do to help from a health standpoint? And that's also something that's hard to navigate with us not having any answers right now. But my thoughts are make sure that you're choosing love and not fear. So I mentioned making sure that you're feeling all the emotions, allowing yourself to navigate that, but not allowing yourself to get sucked into all of the stuff that we're seeing right now. There's all these people saying, this is what you should do. This is what you shouldn't do. There's so much of it going on. There's a lot of shaming going on. 
I honestly just think you need to do what you think is best for you, but also keep in mind everyone else that's involved in the equation. Yeah, I think that's a really good perspective to have. And I mean, ultimately, yeah, you have to do what feels best. Um, And I certainly have my opinions, but like, I'm not going to sit here and try and tell someone what they should do other than, you know, be safe and care for others around you. Um, With that said, it's seeming like there's going to be a lot of maybe some legal precautions coming into the situation. Um, So it's basically been evolving pretty rapidly. So it'll be interesting to see where things are a week from now. But um, yeah, definitely important to just follow what the government is putting in place and what makes you feel safe. Yeah, I think in a, when this episode comes out, there's going to be some changes specifically like in Ontario with a lot of things closing. That's going to be a big deal. Um, I know that we're talking a lot about social distancing. I like to reframe it physical distancing because I think it's really important to continue being social. It's It can be quite isolating, especially if you're alone. But even if you're surrounded by people, it's usually the same people in that situation, which can drive people a little bit mad as well. So what's important about that and staying home and staying away from other people is it's going to be less taxing on the medical system. It's not so much, hey, I'm if I get this, I can survive it. I'm going to be okay. It's not about that. It's about the other people who are not going to survive it and not going to be okay. And the toll it's taking on our medical system, right? So that's going to be something that obviously will evolve and change depending on the situation of what's going on here. Yeah. You know what? I actually never thought of it that way about the whole, um, changing the phrasing to physical distancing because when you can when you really think about it 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 does sound a lot social distancing sounds a lot more isolating than physical distancing because why would we stop talking to people (laughs) you know I know like you you don't stop talking to people we are humans we're meant to connect with each other that's the whole point of being human if you isolate yourself from everyone and every aspect it's it's horrible for your physical, mental, emotional health and well-being. So yeah, physical distancing is what I'm using now. Yeah, I think I'm going to like continue to use that now that you've told me that because <laughs> yeah, it's just like not good. Um, no. But how have you been kind of coping and what what are you doing to um, physical distance but keep relationships? One of the biggest things I've been doing is obviously like if I am out somewhere because it's unrealistic to think you're going to be home all the time when say there's something you need to pick up somewhere even though a lot of things can be delivered online now so you don't really need to do that or you can kind of pick up things outside of different locations where you've ordered something Um, but a big thing for me has been getting out into nature like actually going out into places with fresh air and not a lot of people because you can be cooped up in these little areas. And then when you do go out, say you're going to the grocery store and you're panicking because there's people around, that's not a good outing for you at all. And that starts to make you associate that feeling with being panicked and that's not good for you. So the way I've been coping is obviously keeping my distance. If I am somewhere where there's people, at least I think they say one to two meters away. I just use maybe about six feet away from someone, um, making sure that I'm washing my hands, 
before and after leaving my house, but trying to avoid those places as much as possible and going outside into nature every day, no matter what the weather is, I've been going for a walk somewhere where there is no one. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a great idea. In all honesty, like when this first stuff started going down, I was just, I live in a basement, as you know, but I've just been kind of like, I I was staying down here. um, But I've noticed just in the last few days, when I've made myself go out to just go for a short walk around the block, it's actually done wonders, like for my not only physical, but mental health as well. Um, so that can really make a big difference. And it literally sounds like nothing. And you might feel like a grandma just going for a stroll (laughs) around the block, but like, it's so worth it. It's so important. And even if you aren't going outside, open your windows. Like we don't have to keep our windows closed right now. Get a little bit of fresh air in or something. It is brutal (laughs) to just be stuck inside. Yeah, I was, like, starting to feel like a vampire, like a zombie or something. Yeah, Gemma the basement gremlin. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, As you know, I was speaking to you sort of about how um, this situation was sort of ramping up my own anxiety. And um, last week I just wasn't sleeping very much, and I was actually getting a lot of, like, physical body pains as a result. Um, Now I've sort of been able to chill out thanks to your advice and thanks to just kind of realizing that this is happening and that I need to make the best of the situation. Um, but what it, uh, could you offer some advice to how people can cope with their anxiety and stress during this time? Cause it can be pretty overwhelming as you know. For sure. Well, if we go back to that model of social distancing, which I'm now calling physical distancing, you can also do that online. Like you don't have to be connected to everything all the time where our routines are completely off. A lot of us are at home now, or even if we are working, we're working really different hours to accommodate everything that's going on. So I think the social media distancing is probably a good idea. There's a lot going on that's being absorbed into your brain that's causing some anxiety, whether it be news or facts or opinions or Uh, You're scrolling and you're starting to do that comparison thing again that we all do when we're looking through social media. Um, That's one thing that I would definitely suggest. And even like I said to you about anxiety, right? When I talked to you about it and you were having pains in your stomach, there's more nerve cells in your gut than there are in your spinal cord. So making sure that you are nourishing your body properly with not just the stuff that you're taking in mentally, but the stuff you're taking in physically as well. So nourishing your body with good food, not deciding that, hey, I'm going to be home all day, so I'm just going to eat everything in my cupboards, that you are still (laughs) going to, you're going to eat properly and you're going to nourish your body. Um, And also getting back into a routine. That's a really really hard thing while we're at home and uncertain what's going on. Maybe we have children at home. Maybe we have a house full of people. Maybe you're alone, but making sure that you're still doing the same things that you were doing before, getting up around the same time, going to bed around the same time, keeping that sense of normalcy. It's going to help your body in so many different ways and help your anxiety and your mental health it's it's just so important now more than even when you had your routine. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we can look at this as a way to even like 
create a better schedule for ourselves. Like for instance, let's say um, you work in an office nine to five and it's typically a pretty hectic, upbeat schedule. Well, maybe you're working from home now and you have an opportunity to kind of make it your own and schedule in your own snack breaks, schedule in your own workout breaks, schedule in your own meditation breaks and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Like you can, you have the opportunity to chill out and make your own uh, healthy schedule. I think. Yeah, for sure. And then on the flip side of that, making sure that you're staying within that schedule of your work. So like, Hey, I'm going to take my meditation break, but that's still not going to eat into the time that's outside of my work. Right. I'm not all of a sudden going to bring my work into bed with me at night if I don't need to, because then that bleeds into your time for yourself too, or for your family or whomever is around. Right. It's hard to separate the two as someone who works from home anyways, regardless of this situation, it's important to make sure that you set those boundaries and and manage those expectations with yourself and those around you when you are working from home. And that will help your anxiety if we bring it back to that a lot. Yeah, totally. Setting limits is so important. You know, maybe you just shut off your email notifications after five or six or whenever you're done. Um, But I've totally been in the kind of situation where I just kind of keep going and like answer any email I get, you know, right away. And uh, you might not realize it at the time, but it will slowly eat away at you. Um, Yeah. And not only is it eating away at you, but you're also telling that other person that it's okay for them to email you at all hours because you'll answer. And a lot of people don't think about that, right? You're like, you're not managing other people's expectations. If you are up all night answering emails as well, that is never (laughs) a good idea. And I know it's so hard because you really want to, and the notifications come up on our phones constantly. It's that's the world we live in now, but you don't have to answer them. (laughs) You just don't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, can you like from like a wellness standpoint um can you recommend like any maybe like specific fruits or vegetables or like i don't know oils that could essential oils that could maybe help with stress and anxiety yeah first thing is fruits and vegetables in general would be good a lot of people are not doing a good job with <laughs> that in general <laughs> So it would be nice to see more people eating fresh fruits, vegetables, local food, all of that stuff. But I wouldn't say there's one specific food I'd recommend except maybe fermented foods. So the reason why would be because a fermented food has like a live bacteria, will have a beneficial bacteria within it. It's already pre-digested because it's fermented, so it's a little bit easier to digest. But the beneficial bacteria contained within the fermented foods are like a small dose of probiotics. And once again, bringing it back to nourishing your gut, you want to make sure that you have a good balance of good bacteria versus having a lot more bad bacteria. And that will also link to your mental health. There are a lot of studies showing that the microbiome, which is what that area of your bacteria in the gut and the digestive tract is technically called these days, uh, is linked, like it being in good health is linked to your brain health, your cognitive function, and so on and so on amongst so many other functions in the body and the nervous system. So what we're not thinking is balancing my gut will also help to balance my brain, 
and my mood. Wow, I really didn't know that. Um, it's funny you say that because yesterday I was just talking about how I need to pick up some new hobbies and one of them was making my own oat milk and the second one was fermenting my own vegetables. So now I'm extra excited to start that. Yeah, just make sure <laughs> that you're doing it properly and you're following the right instructions. You don't want to like cause botulism not to not to um, you know, worry you, but just you know follow the right directions but it's it's never a bad thing like I I sound like I'm speaking a different language but I recommend fermented foods because I start saying you know like kimchi and kefir and kombucha and and sauerkraut and people are like what I'm sorry what are any of those (laughs) words you just said to me (laughs) well I've heard some people being saying recently that like kombucha isn't actually good for you and I'm like kind of mad at it well, what you have to pay attention to is that it's under four grams of sugar because part of the fermenting process for kombucha, the bacteria needs to feed off of specific sugars. So in some of them, depending on the brand or whichever one you get or that you make at home, you want it to taste a certain way. So they add a little bit more sugar for taste. So that's usually the guideline is stay under four grams of sugar. And yeah, it might taste a little bit more like dirty socks if that's not something you're used to but I love it Uh, but some people might not and and steer away from the ones with less sugar that's fine we don't need them we don't need the people who don't like kombucha (laughs) no I'm I'm over exaggerating if you don't like it it's fine whatever um also another thing about snacks um you know I'm not a nutritionist but something I have found recently is 3 p.m have a nice, have an orange and listen to some upbeat music. Oh my God, I don't even need a coffee. It's really done wonders for me. Well, citrus is, citrus is amazing for mood. It's automatically mood boosting. Like that's one thing. I'm not really well versed on essential oils. I know a little bit about it. Like, and I like to use them to complement an already healthy lifestyle. I would never, I'm not one of those people who thinks you should replace anything with an essential oil, even though there are people who believe it. That's my caveat right there. But uh, citrus has been shown, there's studies to show that it helps with mood boosting. It actually helps to sort of get you more energized for exercise. They did a bunch of studies in universities where they had people inhale citrus and work out, and a few people were able to extend their workout time, which I know (laughs) sounds really weird, like a weird study. But that's probably why, like, obviously there's benefits to the fiber and the vitamin C and everything else in the orange, but the citrus itself and the smell is automatically a mood booster. So that's probably what your 3 p.m. orange is doing for you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's it's a nice pick me up. So um, people eat your oranges. And if you're looking for a good um, diffuser blend, I really recommend Liquid Sunshine from Sage. Sajay sage. sage sage yes that is a good one my new favorite is mixing orange like orange whatever oil brand you want of the orange or or wild orange with peppermint orange Ooh. the orange and peppermint is like the most uplifting energizing blend I made my own little roll-ons or I put it in like a diffuser but it's magic I have both of those so I'm gonna try that tomorrow at 3 p.m um anywho uh thanks so much for doing this today I think it will help a lot of people 
and uh, wondering if you have any final words on this topic for our listeners. Final words, reiterating some of the stuff that I've said before, making sure that you're choosing love and not fear, that you are physical distancing and not social distancing, and that you are supporting your gut for so many different reasons. One being most of your immune system is housed within your gut. So it's not just for your mental health, it's for your physical health. And take care of yourself and others by staying home. (laughs) That's right. Thank you so much. Where can people find you? You can find me at catherinescabinet.com. Great. And then same thing on like Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Yes. Yes. Catherine's cabinet. Look me up. Okay. Awesome. Well, Catherine, I look forward to having you back on sometime. Um, was planning to have you on for, you know, as we approach festival season and talking about, you know, how to stay healthy through a festival weekend, but I don't know when that's going to be happening now because it seems like a lot of things are being delayed. With that said, I look forward to it. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you everyone for listening and I'll talk to you guys next Tuesday. Wash your hands. 